Hello, everyone. I am Raymond Posh, and welcome to New Ways of Being, the podcast. This is episode number two, and uh, it's titled Two Big Questions. And those questions that uh, we're going to explore today are who are we and what is awakening? So before we dive into those questions, I'd like to begin by reminding you that you are a spiritual being. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. And you may have heard that quote before, that expression. Um, and um, in the past, it had been attributed to Teilhard de Chardin, but uh, they actually found out that uh, he was not responsible for saying that. Uh, it was actually attributed or should be attributed to Wayne Dyer. Now, <clears throat> at any rate, most people don't uh, necessarily ask themselves any deep questions about what that means. You know, what's it mean to be a spiritual being having a human experience? Um, but, you know, I would say this, a spiritual being is a divine being, an enlightened being, a powerful being, an infinite and eternal being, a creator, and a being of love and light. Uh, so in saying that, you know, I hope you already identify yourself at some level with those attributes. But many people might say, well, I don't feel like I'm any of those things. Um, and so that is what this podcast, New Ways of Being, is really all about. It's to help people identify with it and to understand it and to experience it more in their lives. So, um, so for now, just know that you are a spiritual being inside, uh, if you don't already, and we will explore that as we go along. Now, also know that what that means is that you uh, have a divine essence and that divine essence is pure consciousness itself. And know that you share that pure universal consciousness with all other beings. Certainly with all human beings, but in reality, it's all beings. And so saying it again, you are divine, awake, powerful, infinite, eternal, a creator, pure love, and light. And so are all other human beings. And I happen to believe, though, that most people, and that's probably 99% plus, have forgotten these truths and did not know themselves as divine and powerful. So 
with help. You will remember these truths. That is what we want to do. And um, I want to give you this important impression uh, about yourself. Know that because you are one with the divine, you are loved always. You are worthy of all good things. You don't have to fix yourself for anything. You are whole and complete and perfect as you are. And um, you don't have, have to fix yourself, but you do have to change your thinking about yourself. So that's what uh, new ways of being will help you change your thinking about yourself. And I, I hope starting with this episode. So stay tuned, stay, uh, you know, pay, keep paying attention to what we're, what I'm talking about now and, and where we're going with, with this. Let me assure you that there I know this from my own experience. There is great joy in becoming more fully aware of who you really are and of what the future holds for you. And uh, I've, I've discovered much of this for myself personally. Uh, and it is so important and so powerful. Now, for myself, most of my life, I was tuned into life at the levels of mind and rationality, you know, and, and in my career, it's very analytical, technical, in information technology, and intellectual. But as I have grown spiritually and uh, have continued to awaken more and more to the underlying consciousness and interconnectedness of the universe, then I have been open or able to open to and feel more of the energetic flow that is part of this universe. And I have also uh, discovered that I've become much more empathic, you know, able to not only perhaps be able to care more about people, but to be able to tune more into uh, people uh, at the levels of intuition and energy. So today, I would say I, I care very deeply about people and the world. And, um, you know, I've discovered that the uh, the emotions that come with being more uh, in empathy with all people that I have more caring that can sometimes be overwhelming for me. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I you know I feel such a strong emotion and such a strong power uh, energy. Let me say of identification with other people and what they're going through that um, I react to that. And, and, uh, but I've learned 
that uh, we can step into this in a way and respond to this in a way that lets us uh, relate to people and empathize, but um, not letting that bring us down to a level lower level of vibration. But I would say that for all of you who badly want to change the world and see the world change, um, I do believe we can change the world. And, you know, in order to do that, though, we must do it by raising our own consciousness to higher levels of being. So we have to relate, have to raise our vibration, but you know, I'd say almost in a sense, it's it's more important that we uh, pay attention to raising our consciousness. Our consciousness is what the, what matters the most. Yes, we are beings of energy, and that matters too, because it in the physical realm, consciousness kind of, I could say, translates into energy. Uh, so that's very much what this podcast is about. Uh, I very much want all episodes of New Ways of Being to share the joy with you that comes from experiencing change. Uh, I want to uh, help you experience awakening and being uh, at new levels. Uh, and um, what comes with that is discovering our own infinite potential. We really do have infinite potential once we get out of uh, ego level of being and get into higher levels of being uh, we, where we're totally in tune with and allowing the universal intelligence to guide us and to uh, bring more and more good into our life. And that, that uh, will happen. So um, let me say this before we go on into this episode, I, I would ask that you please listen to and, and watch this episode Um if you like it and get value from it, please subscribe to the podcast or to my YouTube channel where my uh, where the videos for these episodes will appear. My podcasts will all be audio, by the way, um, yeah, but I will make videos available on YouTube and on my podcast website. I'd ask that you share this episode with others who you think will rep resonate uh, with them. And um, if you are able, I also ask, please support the podcast financially. And you can do that through Podbean, where uh, the new ways of being is hosted. And um, even, you know, even a few dollars a month will help make this uh, sustainable. And uh, your support will absolutely make a difference um, in multiple ways. It will help keep it going. If you participate, uh, I, I will be uh, launching a new community uh, that goes with this in which you could participate through conversations and uh, 
We will have events outside of the podcasts. Um, you can join into those and you can um, get more continuing ongoing information. So, uh, so let me see. Um, also, uh, I have a, a, a website. I'm still in the process of updating it to reflect this new podcast, yeah, but it's called RaymondPosh.com. And uh, I have a YouTube channel that um, I will be putting the uh, videos on. And um, and then very soon you will be able to go on the web. You'll be able to go to newwaysofbeing.world and connect to uh, my podcast website. Right now you could go to Podbean and, and find it there under my name, Raymond Posh. Now let's dive into those two big questions. Um, and uh, those two questions, by the way, are very closely related. So you will realize that as we uh, go through this. So first question is, who are you or who are we? Because this applies to all human beings. Um, and there are many different ways that I could approach this question. Uh, and, but I've decided I'm going to begin by posing the two questions that Neil Donald Walsh put forward in his book that's called The Essential Path. And those two choices are and they're asked as questions, are we temporary physical beings or are we spiritual beings manifesting physically? So are we temporary physical beings that, you know, live for a while on earth and then are gone? Or are we spiritual beings who are eternal, but we're currently manifesting physically on earth? And then the second one is, are we completely separate entities or are we one essence manifesting individually in this world? So uh, let, me, let me explore those just quickly then. Uh, so, and I, those two questions are important because they get to the heart of exploring what our true nature is, understanding what our true nature is. So, so for the first question, that's temporary beings versus spiritual beings manifesting physically. Walsh, in his book, he points out that the majority of people on earth see themselves as spiritual beings manifesting physically because they believe, most people believe in God and in life after death, you know, and and that's their, they belong to many different religions or uh, like in my case, in many people's cases, uh, we are spiritual but not religious. But I'd say most 
spiritual people are, uh, you know, in sync with this. Believe with God in some form and in with in believing life after death. And I so I clear, clearly agree. I base that when I began, when I emphasize that we are spiritual beings. So let's go to that second choice. Are we separate entities or one essence manifesting individually? And so I'm going to have to explain this more as I go forward here. But I would guess that the vast majority of human beings would say they are completely separate entities because we have separate physical bodies. And at our current level of consciousness, human consciousness, we are most, most people are ego-based and we feel that we are separate from everyone else. But I would strongly state that I believe uh, that um, we are one essence manifesting individually. And that's because I strongly understand and believe that that ego-based separation that most people experience by being stuck in their minds is an illusion. And why do I believe that? Well, uh, back beginning in, I was an atheist for many years, but in 1993, I had something happen that made me really dive into spiritual exploration, which I did. And I very heavily for the next 10 and or 20 years, you know, and I'm still always exploring spirituality. But in that probably 10 years, when I was really uh, exploring what a lot of different teachers and, and uh, spiritual masters taught, I came to the conclusion and they I identified with what they 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 taught all spiritual masters who have achieved an advanced state of consciousness, such as Buddha and Jesus and many others have told us that we are all part of one divine being. And uh, almost all of them have said that uh, that one divine being is one universal consciousness. Um, uh, you know, there I, there were some that might put it in slightly different terms that not in terms of consciousness, but of terms of a universal power or something else. Um, but uh, I've I've been I it's my understanding that we are all part of one universal consciousness, and that's supported by what quantum physicists discovered back in the beginning in the early 1900s. They discovered that all things in the universe are part of one great whole. That there is a quantum field, which is not visible, but uh, out of which flows uh, energy, and uh, but that quantum field is totally unified. It, everything arises out of it, and um, that quantum field is also clearly influenced by human consciousness. They discovered that long, long ago, and that's still totally supported. Um, 
in the 21st century. Um, also, there are many scientists and, you know, back in the 20th century, most scientists and uh, researchers were very much materialists. And um, probably I would say most, many did not believe in God and they did, totally stayed away from a studying consciousness. But now, you know, over the last 20 or 30 years uh, or more, uh, there have been many scientists and researchers from many different fields, such as biology and medicine, physics, cosmology, mathematics, and other fields who have studied consciousness in depth. And they have concluded that all the evidence points to the existence of one universal consciousness, that we are part of that one universal consciousness. That explains many things about, you know, like telepathy and ESP and intuition, etc. Um, but, and they also have increasingly understood that consciousness is primary. In other words, it exists before matter. And um, so I'm going to expand on that as we go forward. Um, in my own spiritual exploration, I, I uh, you know, clearly began to understand all of this and uh, the a view of the universe as one great wholeness, I think is so important, uh, you know, and um, it really helps us understand our place in the universe, et cetera. So, you know, I found it to be much more, a much more logical approach and, and a much more spiritually pure uh, for the, the universe to be one universal whole and not based on separation and fragmentation and uh, all of that. So I concluded that we are part of one universal conscious consciousness. Now, also in his book, The Essential Path, Walsh goes on in that to explore uh, in depth, uh, kind of lead the reader through uh, an analysis of uh, that same understanding, you know, so that we are all part of one essence manifesting physically in this world. Um, and But he helps add a lot more depth to uh, explain it and to, uh, to, to, you know, kind of, well, to answer a lot of questions or uh, perhaps objections that might come up from that. Uh, and also, uh, I would say that it's, it's my experience that spiritual people who have achieved the level of consciousness of pure love, some people call that the fifth dimension, <laughs> um, and, and there are many, many people who have achieved, achieved that at some level, uh, you know, and I, all report that uh, there is a oneness and a wholeness and a unity that is a part of that experience. And I have totally experienced that for myself. And they attest to the truth that we are all one.
All right. So um, I've, I hope I'm beginning, you know, I'm talking about it conceptually, but I hope uh, I'm helping bring about some understanding that we are, uh, we are spiritual beings having a human experience and we are one essence. We are all one. And there are many other sources that I could draw on to uh, examine that, but, uh, you know, they all conclude that, that same thing. That's, that's who we are. Who are we? We are spiritual beings. We are part of one essence. We are all in a, interconnected at a level uh, below what we can see, but it is at the level of consciousness and, um, a, um, and it is at the level of the quantum field as well. So, um, now I would say that those conclusions about who we are uh, bring us, you know, to to concluding. Well, from knowing that that we all ar arise as spiritual beings in physical form, but we are all from one essence, one consciousness, that if we know that, it should greatly change our perspective on life, of what life is and how we fit into it and how the world should work. And um, because that helps us come to a knowing that all human beings are interconnected at the level of consciousness and the quantum field and of life in general. And human beings are in fact, all beings, all of a divine nature. That is our very nature. And so that would, I believe, drive us to want to bring our human behavior into alignment uh, with that oneness and that spiritual truth. Uh, wouldn't you think that? Uh, wow. Um, I would say it would, and I, I think all people who are spiritually inclined and probably listening to this uh, episode or watching this video want to change the world uh, to address all of that, to you know, if we look at uh, to what we see in the world is that people deliberately treat other people with bias, injustice, inequitability. Um, and so once we understand that we're all one, that, you know, I don't see how we could support that belief or that behavior in any way it's um you know if we look out and see another person and uh, we realize well they are divine they are divine divine beings just like i am then uh, it should make us back off on our judgment of those people we need to be then more understanding and accepting and we need to work to have world systems that support that 
oneness, that wholeness. All right. Well, I hope this is beginning to help you understand that, uh, understand who we are. Now, let's go to the second question. What is awakening? Now, uh, I know that some people uh, in the past, at least, have had the idea that awakening or enlightenment is an equal word. You know, once that's achieved, uh, I've heard many people in the past say, oh, that means life suddenly becomes easy and miraculous. And yes, to, uh, to uh, in many ways it does. But it's not necessarily uh, saying that it's, you know, we still have to accept that we have lessons to learn things to learn about ourselves and that things will happen that we have to, uh, you know, understand and accept at some level. And um, otherwise we're, if we're always in resistance, uh, we never can achieve a, a high level of consciousness. Resistance keeps us down. It keeps us at a lower vibration and, um, so we want to be at a higher vibration, a higher level of consciousness and awakening. Uh, well, we have to get to a point of fully understanding a level of consciousness that does begin to become totally miraculous. So let's, let's hold that for the future. So what is awakening? Now, in the past, you know, I would say when I've studied spirituality and philosophy, et cetera, uh, the most common definition has always been that awakening or enlightenment means God realization, uh, in which one comes to realize that God is within them, that they are a part of God, part of divinity. Uh, and I think that definition is still true and important. But many people uh, define it in many different ways. So let's let me say a few things about this. Uh, and I've I've said it again, but I'm going to repeat certain things. One universal consciousness equals God, equals source energy, equals infinite intelligence. Uh, whatever word you choose to use for that, but. Uh, the fact that it is one universal consciousness is very important. Now, I also believe that one universal consciousness creates the physical domain within itself. So, um, one consciousness comes first. It creates the physical universe, which is uh, time and space and matter and energy. Um, I would also say that consciousness equals awareness equals beingness. Those words really mean very much the same thing. But you need to understand that awareness and mind are two very different things. My it, with mind, we it's all thought, 
And, um, you know, it helps us think about something logically, but awareness is much more in touch with our universal consciousness. And mind is not. Mind can only think about things. And um, people get confused when we talk about consciousness because they think the thoughts are consciousness. Well, yes, they are a part of consciousness. They're within consciousness. But our essence is awareness. We are aware. And we can come into a, a deep knowing and a deep connection with the divine. But mind is busy thinking thoughts. And it is a tool that our true essence, awareness, can use. So please understand this. And there are many different ways. At The more we get into it, we will uh, talk about awareness in many different ways. But so awakening or enlightenment then means becoming aware and living true to the fact that we are uh, within and part of one universal consciousness. So that's one another way of defining what awakening is. Or I could say awakening is becoming awake to and living in consciousness. Or I could say the words awareness or presence or oneness or beingness, they all mean pretty much the same thing as consciousness. And, uh, but mind, on the other hand, uh, so mind is a tool. It is thought and it is, uh, can be very much tied to a sense of separation and a sense of time. Awareness, on the other hand, becomes more uh, it less, you know, if, if we're truly aware, we're in the present moment. So time, in a sense, goes away. Mind is very much wrapped up in the past and the future. But we're, when we're aware and awake we're in the present moment, we are experiencing life in the present moment. And the more fully you are present in the moment, the more you are experiencing it. You are experiencing it more fully. Now, and by the way, when I use the word presence, as um, Eckhart Tolle does, um, being present, presence means being present in the now. And to be fully present, it's to be aware without thought. But awakening and consciousness, you know, we can operate at many different levels. We can awake it to, dip, to insights at different levels. And um, so it is kind of like, um, uh, I don't know if hierarchical is exactly the right word, but we can... Uh, achieve higher levels of consciousness and we can start out by having a level of presence that's very partial we're aware of the present moment for a few seconds and then we're 
off thinking about something. And then we come back and we, we're aware of the present moment and then we're go away. But the more time that we are in the state of awareness, that is a greater uh, state of presence, as Eckhart Tolle uses the word. And I, it's a very good word to use. Okay, I'm going to read now to help expand on awakening. I'm going to read some um, excerpts for you out of a couple of books. So the first one is going to be from Conversations with God, book four, Awaken the Species by Neil Donald Walsh. And that was a dialogue that he had with God. So he channeled the, the dialogue. Uh, but uh, much of what is said in the book, much, you know, like there are many, it's a lot of it is Neil asking questions or asking for clarification and God responding. So I want to go to read a short ex excerpt out of this book. And, uh, um, and let's see. Uh, in in this conversation that Neil was having with God, uh, it, you know, it, it really came to gaining an understanding of what awakening is. And God said, awakening is not about changing yourself. It is about changing your thinking about yourself. It is about knowing that you are, as I said uh, at an earlier time, you are whole, complete, and perfect exactly as you are right now. And he goes on to say that success, you know, that, for example, success that comes out of becoming more awake, success in any area of your life is not found in producing what you think you must produce on your journey. It's found in the love, the joy, the happiness, and the sense of true self that you experience and that others experience in their life because of you along the way. And so he's, God is making the, the point there that, um, it's not the end result of changes that might happen in your life that are as important as what you experience in your life. The love, the joy, the happiness, the sense of true self. Uh, I think that is very powerful uh, in helping us understand of what awakening is all about. And again, it's, so it's not about getting to some exact way of being, you know, of being some perfect person. It is being, uh, it's about being true to yourself as a spiritual being, having a human experience and understanding that and changing your thinking about that. Because so much of what we do in life is, you know, we condemn ourselves basically for not being good enough, not being perfect. Um, and we get 
uh, very much into judgment, which is typically not very helpful. It really, it brings our energy down. It makes us operate in the world in a way that's not true to our tr true nature. All right. Now, I want to read to you an, from an article from one of my spiritual teachers named Craig Hamilton. He ta taught me a great deal about meditation and uh, direct, direct awakening. Um, and uh, he wrote uh, a blog post or article called What is Spiritual Awakening? No, oh, excuse me. I'm I'm reading, getting it wrong here. The name was of the article: "Spiritual Awakening is not just a peak experience. The liberating discovery of your true nature." So, just from the title, Craig is saying that spiritual awakening is about understanding your true nature. And by the way. Uh, his current website is craighamiltonglobal.com. And I I looked uh, out there to see if his blog has uh, still has that post, but I did not see it. So uh, it may no longer be there. But at the introduction of the article, he said, what is spiritual awakening? Like meditation, the idea of spiritual awakening or enlightenment is used these days by different people to refer to many different types of insights and experiences. And then he goes on to say, so I'm going to read a number of paragraphs here. When I speak about awakened consciousness or enlightenment, I'm pointing to something very specific. It's a very particular kind of realization. It's been described as the discovery of our true nature or the recognition of our natural state. It's a recognition that who we are is not this limited separate self or any of the thoughts and feelings that we previously identified as ourself or took to be ourself. Spiritual awakening occurs when we realize that we are, that who we are at the deepest level is something much bigger and more profound than who we thought we were. We see that our true nature is this kind of super consciousness, intelligence, love, being, and presence that is at the foundation of reality itself. This essence is already free and whole and perfect. Who we truly are is the sacred dimension of reality that is beyond comprehension. It's meaning that we can't understand it just purely with our mind. We have to understand it through awareness. It's missing nothing, lacking nothing, and so full that it endlessly overflows with goodness, love, wisdom, power, clarity, humility, strength, courage, and care. The kind of spiritual awakening I'm talking about is not just the realization that God exists. It's the realization that that is what we are. 
the thing we were always seeking and putting outside ourselves is actually our true nature. It's what's looking out through our eyes and always has been. It shatters every conscious or unconscious belief we've had in our own limitation. It destroys every sense of lack, of not being enough, of feeling there is somewhere else we need to get to. We realize that the whole thing is already here. I already am that. Wow, isn't that a powerful uh, article? You know, and the article was much, much longer. That's only a part of it. But um, I believe totally what was said there. It says that we um, are something much bigger than we ever thought we were, that we are God, we are the divine, we are source energy. And we have to come to realize that, change our thinking about it so that we can really realize what that means and then start living accordingly. All right, now I want to read a very, very short uh, quote uh, from The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment by Eckhart Tolle. Uh, it's been around for quite a long time, but um, I, I'm, and I'm just going to read part of a sentence here. Enlightenment means rising above thought. So that's another definition of what enlightenment or awakening is. Now, I want to go uh, to another book by Eckhart Tolle. It's called Practicing the Power of Now. And um, um, he takes some of what he, he says in The Power of Now and says it in a slightly different way. Um, but I want to read about, he says this about uh, awakening or uh, presence. Presence is, that word is equal to being awake. And he says, to stay present in everyday life it helps to be deeply rooted within yourself. Otherwise, the mind, which has incredible momentum, will drag you along like a wild river. To stay present means to inhabit your body fully, to always have some of your attention in the inner energy field of your body, to feel the body from within, so to speak. Body awareness helps you helps keep you present. It anchors you in the now. All right, so now uh, Eckhart Tolle teaches an exercise. He teaches a technique called inner body awareness that you know helps you stay anchored in your body. So I would like to kind of take you through that uh, technique in a very quick fashion and 
at another time, we'll come back and, and probably spend more, a little bit more time of, uh, of uh, staying with this. But uh, let, let's just, I'd like you to uh, try this with me. I'm guessing that it probably be a lot of you already do this technique. I sir, I do. Um, but um, so inner body awareness, please try it now. Uh, you may find it helpful to close your eyes for this practice. Uh, later on, if, if you do this on a regular basis, then uh, being in the body uh, will be, or inner body awareness will become very natural and easy. And uh, you might no longer have to think about this as a process. Direct your attention into your body. Feel it from within. Is it alive? Is there life in your hands, arms, legs, and feet, in your abdomen and chest? Can you feel the subtle energy field that pervades the entire body and gives vibrant life to every organ and every cell? Can you feel it simultaneously in all parts of the body as a single field of energy. Keep focusing on the feeling of your inner body for a few minutes. Do you start to think about it? Feel it. It's very important. This is it's more important that you feel your body and not think about it. The more attention you give it, the clearer and stronger this feeling will become. It will feel as if every cell is becoming more alive. And if you have a strong visual sense, you may get an image of your body becoming luminous. Although such an image can help you temporarily pay more attention to the feeling than any image that might arise. An image, no matter how beautiful or powerful, is already defined in form. So there is less scope for penetrating more deeply. So experience that feeling of your body as a field of energy. And then you can go into that more deeply. If you feel into that energy at deeper levels and deeper levels, you know, and it might take a minute or two to do that. And, and you come to a depth that people experience in meditation that, uh, that is the source that you know you're feeling the source, you're feeling the divine, you're feeling your beingness, which is God. All right, so that was a very quick exercise. And we will do this again uh, in a, another episode um, and spend more time at it. Uh, and as soon as I get my community going in operation, 
I will be able to put a full-blown written uh, inner body awareness practice uh, or exercise out there for you to read or and, and to have that available. But um, I'm still in the process of getting this uh, podcast launched. So that has, and, and the community is not up and operational yet. Uh, so I'd like to repeat that uh, I'm hoping that as new ways of being the podcast and the associated community unfold, that you will fully appreciate uh, their value and applicability in your life. Um, and uh, that you will, uh, uh, you know, appreciate that. And that is my goal and commitment. I, I want this to be something quite powerful to you. I love all my listeners and I will do uh, everything I can to help you experience uh, new ways of being and uh, realize the gifts that those ways of being will bring to you because they are quite profound, especially as we get to higher levels of being. And I ask that if you can, please become uh, a financial supporter by pledging uh, a monthly amount on my hosting site, Podbean, uh, to make this service available. The next episode, in it, I will explore how guidance from Ascended Masters can speed up our process of evolution and help us experience life in profoundly more joyful ways. Um, now, and, and usually we learn about these teachings in uh, books or programs that are channeled through highly uh, psychic people that are able to um, do that kind of channeling and channeling that, that the information that those ascended masters or angels teach. So may you awaken to your true divine self. May you know great love and joy. May you know yourself as creator within your own creation. May you experience a wonderful life with everything you desire. And may you participate ever more fully in the evolution of human consciousness.